Sometimes there are things that you watch and you just say, wowzers, wowee. Uh-huh. And that is what the Halo, <laughs> that is what the new Halo Infinite campaign footage did to me mm. today. It's uh, it's awesome. If this is what was shown off a year ago, we would have nothing but hype. They have done a great job of mm-hmm. at least presentation. From what was presented to us, it was one of those campaign trailers where they go through. If you haven't seen it yet, just go to YouTube. Look at Halo Infinite campaign trailer where they go through. They talk through like what is the Halo Infinite campaign going to be? Show off some of the features. Mind boggling. Yeah, mind boggling. Should we bring? Should we bring it up? Actually? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Also, if you think up. about it this way, if people hadn't complained last year, we wouldn't have had this this year. Perhaps, yeah, so. perhaps. I've so, seen hey, a, thank you. I've seen a couple years. different news stories about that. What like what went wrong? And it it sounds like they were making incorrect decisions all along. Like, uh, and I don't know if this is a rumor. Someone can correct me if it is. But I did see that they didn't originally have the Master Chief voice. They had a different actor, and then well, they that, switched over to okay. Let's let's let's. let's What's his name? Downs. What? Downs. Steve Downs. Steve Downs. Yeah. yeah. Let Let's be honest. That day is inevitable, right? Yeah. You know. Of course. So it I, is. I'm actually really curious how that day is gonna go. What do you mean? What's what? What? what well, Steve oh, Downs. He's he's a, he's a cool guy, but he's getting older, right? He's not gonna be around oh, forever. Oh, I get what you're saying. Halo, on the other hand, will probably be around for quite a while. So that day is gonna. Be, you know what I would do. I would have him just read the dictionary, and then and then you have every then word, you have every word and you, you just put together. Yeah. Then then you have to have him read every word. Well, you have, we to, have read to do every single word. Inflections. Yeah, 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 like yeah. five inflections. Yeah, happy, angry, forceful, <laughs> passive. Yeah, that's what I would Whis- do. And then whisper, and then and then put that thing on a flash drive and lock it away. We got a new script for you. It's five million words. Webster's. Here you go. Web- it's Webster's. I'm sure there's AI. You got to but- read it five times. Well, I'm sure there's AI. Like you can read different sentences, and then AI could replicate it somehow. You know, like uh, the deep fakes. That's how they do the deep fakes. Yeah, they have a lot of. They have some tech coming out for audio. That's pretty pretty good. Pretty good, actually. It's it's it's. Well, has the, its issues, but it does a really good job. Well, the TV series isn't going to be his voice. Oh, okay. Which doesn't... It's so iconic. Can you do that? I wouldn't want to be the first guy that does it. I'd be the second guy. Yeah, second guy where you're like, okay, you're a little better. Nah, he's better than the yeah, first you're, guy. You're a little better. <laughs> yeah. Even though the first guy's probably like really good, it's just because it's not him, so it's the initial... It's like, more jarring. Yeah. And then the you're willing to put like, up with it more the second time? And then no one's ever going to remember his name. She's going to be like, well, at least it wasn't that first guy. Yeah, that's funny. You don't want to follow up Heath Ledger, do you? Well, no. It feels yeah. like it feels like with uh, uh, I'll just say it with Joseph Staten, they're they're focused again. They're focused on a game. Last year, uh, although I will say this, I, I stand by what I said. I didn't super care about the graphics last year. I Ooh. did. I did like that the uh, the gameplay last year from what we saw because that seemed to be the consensus. well the thing the that ga- we focused on was the halo feel yeah it felt like halo and a lot of people kind of said that like the halo it felt it, it had like a feel of halo to it but the graphics just sucked right that being said i am glad that they postponed a year and the graphics are much better the world looks much better um i'm just it feels like last year Maybe they were focused on other media, like the TV show or something like that. Maybe there wasn't as much well, focus yeah, on the game, knows? or maybe it just was wasn't as far along in development as we thought. Yeah. But you know what I appreciate? It. Speaking of the graphics, is how how Microsoft has embraced the Craig meme. Oh, Craig! Yeah, yeah. They noticed the last shot, I believe, of this trailer is the updated Craig, and they even like. 
they have shirts in their office of Craig. Oh, Craig yeah, it's it's when the pods drop down and those guys come out. That's Craig 2.0. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, David, Craig, uh, you probably already know, but for those that might not know, Craig is the plain-looking Groot or the, Brute. That was at the end of the first. first no, 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 no. It wasn't at the end. He it wasn't was at that the, guy. It, it was. It, it was, was the a tra- just one of the trailer guys, and you see him for like one second. You but, just, oh, you but get it's real the close, close zoom in one. Yeah. And he's super plain, and he's like kind of smiling. <laughs> and they, they Microsoft made a shirt out of him, and they've embraced him, and they yeah. they. That's they, how you do it. You own it. And what's interesting yeah. is if you listen to this trailer. uh Cortana or the weapon or you know uh, anyway. Cortana 2.0 yeah, whatever you know, she is she's the same voice actress anyway, she's speaking in the background she goes and you will fight familiar enemies and then Craig 2.0 drops out they embrace and that's the what sucker. the internet's calling him Craig 2.0 Craig nice look. 2.0 look at that armor that that dude has yeah. yes so yeah everybody go watch it it's, it's really exciting so, to see all the new stuff we I mean I'm gonna pause it right there and we can talk about what we're looking at um, upgrade yeah, tree. so something new is, I'll pause it right there. Um, what we're looking at for you guys listening is we're looking at a screen where they're showing the Mjolnir armor on uh, Master Chief, which is a thousand pounds, Jordan. Uh, it's pretty I, see, I see him jumping out of planes and landing, and I'm going, dang, that's a lot of impact. So he's a strong dude. He's a strong, uh, that John is a strong dude. Um, but we're looking at uh, all the different kind of upgrades that you can see. Um, and that you can upgrade as you go along. So your suit is now upgradable. Uh, you, you, we ha- it adds what we're looking at. The dash, you can upgrade the drop wall. You can upgrade your sensor. Um, all this. And this is all in the campaign. Uh, this is not obviously multiplayer stuff. But it's really, it's really interesting that they're adding kind of the RPG elements uh, kind of modernizing a, a Halo experience. Yeah, what do you yeah. think the gameplay loop is going to be? Spicy, you said that you felt you thought it had a little bit of a Destiny feel. There was some Destiny vibes to it, like seeing the health on the mini bosses and stuff that we saw. I can probably find it on the screen so we can see what I'm talking about. But um, it's it it not this guy. Uh, but it's I did get some Halo vibe. I also you know what I got at first. You I was thinking. Vibe? Sorry. Or yeah, Destiny vibe. Uh, at first, I was thinking it kind of has a Far Cry, Far Cry vibe, but then again, I was like, it's it's not necessarily Far Cry. It feels like on Combat Evolved, you know, the second level where you could yeah, it feels like that level. You could go to help the three separate Marines. You know, you'd mm-hmm. go, you could choose which Marines to go to. Um, which I actually really liked. I, I never played up to that point. I never played a game that gave you that kind of gives you like li- the, freedom, the wide open feel, freedom of exploration. Um, and I, I feel like I'm getting kind of those vibes in some of these shots because what, what why I say that is when we're watching this trailer. I'm going to go ahead and play the trailer again so everyone can watch it. While we're watching this trailer, you it, it is an infinite map. It almost you have these um, bases that. You, I don't know if you're taking them over, but they have supplies that you can use to upgrade your your you know armor, like we were talking about before. There's a lot of things. By the way, this is that was the boss that I was Dude, talking. So about. good. Look oh, here's the, the map. Look, Let look me pause this map. map. Oof, yeah. it's beautiful. So, so you can see um, on the bottom left. Jordan pointed this out to me. Uh, it's you have area collectibles. collectibles. So and what I, are the numbers? We're seeing zero out of five, zero out of three. Zero out of eight, zero out of two. Notice there's a skull there. Zero so out of that, twelve. That gives me like the skull collecting the skull vibes. You find the 
the skulls Again, on the they, ground. They might be a little bit more difficult to find in this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you get, you can. We saw in this trailer that you can um, order. Would oh, you mind pausing it again? Sorry. Uh, yeah. What I like is you notice they've updated the map too. You can actually see terrain on it. Uh, in last year's map, it was just like a hollow map. When it yeah. was that over, see, you can see the hollow over the top yeah, of it. Yeah, it was it, just that. Like, yeah. So I wonder if it's like maybe as you explore on foot, the map reveals itself or you, you know what i mean yeah but i like you can the, see elevation as yeah, well yeah uh there are places of interest um even if you look at the top you got upgrades fobs which they i think they talk about fobs a little bit basically they're fast travel points yeah and you can yeah. see that in the bottom right it actually does say fast travel oh. it says oh, fast yeah, yeah, travel yeah. and then it says offline now does that mean fast travel offline or that you can play this in offline mode no, no, that means fast. You probably haven't discovered the fast travel point you yet. Yeah, yeah, you need to I, probably I unlock something or something okay. to fast travel. Well, because fast travel is highlighted, but then offline is not. So that's what's confusing to me. Maybe they, um, you know, maybe they their internet went out. I don't know. Maybe you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe the well, Mjolnir because, suit doesn't well, have a signal. <laughs> yeah, because if that's the case and there's some sort of online loop, right? Online well, the online would here. be co-op, right? Yeah, but but what Most I'm saying is, it would coming. be it would be co-op with other players somehow like visible on this map or in this world. Yeah, maybe the there will be a uh, like a Diablo system, the Nemesis thing. Yeah, or like oh, if you get killed by a well, brood, he they appears. could they totally could do it because we yeah. haven't talked about it yet. They have uh, uh that I I pulled it up before the dude that comes in that he his job is to kill Spartans, the yeah. Spartan yeah. killer. Yeah, the Spartan killer could be the Nemesis system. If they wanted to put something like that in, That'd I cool. really like the Nemesis system in yeah. all the games that I've played. It was in Lord of the Rings, yeah, Mordor, the yeah, Mordor it was series, in Diablo, Diablo. The I, horn would come on. Yeah, whoa. <laughs> You're like, uh -oh. and then it's like this guy killed in this, this person. It could be, yeah. So it, I I I like what I see. It gets me really excited. The the visuals here. I'm gonna go ahead and press play again. The visuals are fantastic. Um, they did they've done a lot of work, probably in a, in a shorter amount yeah. of time than they wanted to, but it needed to be done because of last year's you know whole fiasco thing. Fiasco. Well, so there's there's a few things that stick out to me. They're still not calling it open world. Uh, it's it's a it's a wide open. It's the biggest Halo yet, right? But you yeah. you notice they're they're they're. I think they're trying to curb expectations. You know what I mean? Okay. Like I don't think it's gonna be a Far Cry open world. Okay, okay. You know, I don't That's think fair. it's gonna be as big as that. I think it'll probably be open world, maybe in sections. Okay. Like I mean, the game will be over open world. Well, not open world. It'll be an open level like we see, but I think it'll be in sections. You know what I mean? Like we go to this section, then we move to the next section. Almost like a like a Guild Wars zone system. You, you get what I'm saying? Okay. Like you go to different sections. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But it's just they they still haven't used the term open world. The one thing that I do worry about just a little bit is uh like for the upgrade system. It sounds like you you got to get Spartan cores if you if you watch the trailer and you got to go to these banished bases. Is it going to be like a, a Ubisoft tower thing? You, you know what I mean? Well, that's the Far Cry that, thing. Yeah, yeah. What you kind of mentioned earlier. Like, is it uh, now? It looks kind of like that. Ubisoft has done a better job of getting rid of towers and replacing them with more. But is it going to be a repetitive thing? Is it going to you know what I mean? I I don't know. It's just it's just a a I don't necessarily want to call it a worry, but it's a thought. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, once you get your suit maxed out, <laughs> yeah. you don't need to do it anymore. 
Well, and then I, I also see, but, I, but I, and I, well, I just, I wonder how much is going to be off the beaten path. And I wonder if that's why they're not calling it open world because it's still a very linear story. So there's not going to be a ton off the beaten path. Yeah. Or, you know, like, is there going to be like, I find this cave and that leads to a side quest. Like one thing Ubisoft did really well in Far Cry 6 was the treasures. Like I, I found this treasure and now all of a sudden I just spent 20, 30 minutes exploring this treasure going through mm-hmm. this crazy level jumping puzzle and stuff. I, I wonder if they're going to have stuff like that. If it, you know, I'm, I'm curious how open to linear it's going to be, mm-hmm. you, you know, but I will tell you this. There is one thing that disappoints me about this trailer. When I see this trailer, I get more disappointed that there's no co-op at launch. Ah, <laughs> yeah, that'll do you it. I mean, because how much fun would this be with uh, us three jumping out of that ship? Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, I mean. Or imagine yeah. taking on one of those banished bases for a Spartan core, and you can do it from, like, someone can have Overwatch while you go in. You know, I just, it, it's going to be fun. I We understand the explanation of why they aren't, you know, co-op's not ready because it, it sounds like. I think this is what we read in the leak. I don't know if it's true or not, but it sounds like they couldn't figure out how to balance co-op because do they, because of how open the world is. Do they do a tethering system, which is never fun. We've experienced that in Far Cry. Um, so I'm not a super fan of a tethering system, which basically means you can only go so far away from the host before it brings you both back together. Or, I mean, what do you do? What if do you not do a tethering system and then the second player activates a cutscene or a sequence that you wanted to see you know what i mean so I, I i get and i don't think they've officially said that i think that was just in the reddit leaks that we read mm. but I, I i get the complications of a co-op but it's uh, it i still wish it was there you know oh i don't think i'd like a tethering system at all i don't like tethered systems yeah and we not, know that from far cry 5 game, right yeah. you know well, what do you do instead? Do you do like instances then? Like well, server I mean, instances. They have the power of Microsoft servers do, behind Do this. you do it like whoever the host of the game is is the one that can interact with things? But then does that make it fun for the player that's in the game with you? Like, oh, hey, I found this. And then he has to wait five minutes for you to run all the way to where he is. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 definitely a balancing act. Well, could you just set up a small fast travel system? Travel to friend. Travel to friend. Yeah. yeah. I'd, you could. Or does that break it? Break it? No, it doesn't break the. Yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, they hire smarter people than me to figure it out. Oh, they have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But also, uh, another thing that was interesting, I was watching. I think it was one of the Halo YouTubers, and he was talking about when they, um, when they were showing the the upgrade system, and I guessed at I guess at one point crafting was an idea or was in the game. And I guess Joe Staten came in and said, no, we're, we're taking that out. It doesn't feel like Halo. And I, I was just thinking, and that made me think um, basically like sometimes more is not always better. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, it's true. That, no, no need to overcomplicate the game with the crafting system. Let's just make it, you know, so yeah. I, I find it just, it makes me feel How like. good the Marine on the back looks though. Yeah. That's what. You are awesome, David. Nice. It makes me feel that Joe Staten was the right guy for the the job. Yeah. Uh, well, that's his concern, and you can see it in a lot of places. It doesn't feel like Halo. Let's take it out. Yeah. Mm, that's mm. yeah. So that he's totally catering to Halo. Halo for sure. Although we do see a lot of elements that are like the RPG system we talked about earlier that are modernizing this game. Yeah. It's it it gives it a new feel while still playing like Halo. The one thing I do want to know, and um, I I, kind of hope they go this direction. We'll see. So the only time we've ever gotten 
additional DLC for story stuff on Halo is via a new game. All DLC has been multiplayer focused. Yeah. Well, we've gotten new maps, didn't we? Yeah, multiplayer focused. Oh, right? that, all okay. new I, DLC I, has yeah. been. Oh, like, yeah, I didn't hear that. I was, we've I never ignored you. Yeah, we've never gotten like story stuff. I feel like with how this world is set up, like open or not open world, but wider world. I don't, you know, expansive world, whatever you want to call it. Um, do you think they're gonna do that? Like maybe next year, twenty twenty two, they'll have a an expansion. No, that's Christmas a good. Time. That's a good you question. I mean? Actually, like Andrew Andrew Courtney wrote in to our mail sack this week. He says, "How do you think they will handle adding in any extra content over time, or will we get any D- DLC added for campaign at all?" See, there's there's a few things that bounce around in my head, and let me let me bounce them off of you guys. All right, I'm here. So yeah. Halo's on Game Pass now, right? So yeah, they're. I mean, it's on the multiplayer. Free to play. Yeah, if if you're gonna get Halo, even if you're not gonna only gonna play it for the month or for the campaign, it's literally cheaper for you to pay fifteen dollars for Game Pass than to buy a sixty dollar game, right? Mm-hmm. So most people, not all people, but most people will do that. Yeah. So I don't think their focus is necessarily releasing a sixty dollar game every couple of years. So I'm wondering, like, does that make it so next year in 2022 we get maybe like a little four or five hour story expansion? Yeah, but do or, you have to pay for that add-on as a Game Pass subscriber, or is this a game that is completely free? Oh, that is a all good the question. way around because the way that they're having the handling Forza Horizon Five is that there's a premium add-on as a bundle targeted at Game Pass players. We learned that this week about Forza Horizon and Five, and that'll give you. Well, I mean, Forza does it in in, in an interest, interesting way. Sorry. Uh, where they they make you pay for the map, you know, to like for all the yeah for the new like island or whatever that they put. Well, in. no, no, not not that. Like the uh, those signs, <laughs> like all the collectibles, you, the collectible things on the ground. Oh, oh yeah, they the, say the one dollar for, hey, for the whole. Hey, give us two bucks, and you don't even have to find best, them on your own. Best ninety nine cents I've ever paid. <laughs> Amen. I like. Well, how I think it's mine only was a dollar ninety nine. I like how it's only like a dollar too. Saved give us a me buck. so much time, and I still had a good time. Yeah. So here's here's what they're doing with Forza Horizon Five, and if this is a marquee game, you could imagine they might do something different with Halo. Although I think we can't assume that the same things will happen because I think Halo is the crown jewel that they might treat differently. But what they're doing is Xbox Game Pass members can pay forty four dollars for access to something called the Forza Horizon Five Premium Add on Bundle, which is the premium edition of the game without it does the get actual you early game included. Access. I saw that. Yeah, you get everything else. Um, does it give you like? Um, it, it did say everything added on to the game, right? So yeah. all future expansions. So the premium add-on bundle for Game Pass uh, players gets you. You get to play four days early, beginning November fifth. Uh, it also includes the welcome pass, the welcome pack, which is a bunch of cars and stuff. A, the car pass, where you'll get every single car that comes out. VIP membership and two game expansions when they become available. So. Halo might do something similar, although if Halo is seen as the game, I mean, they went free to play for mul- on the multiplayer side because I think they're using it as the lure for Game yeah. Pass. Well, and we do know they're going to charge, even though you're a game, I assume anyway, they're going to charge for the Battle Pass. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, Now, that's once you buy the Battle Pass, you keep the Battle Pass forever, which we also know. Yeah, So, but what I'm saying is, do they keep Halo free going forward with DLC if it is the lure into Game Pass? Well, see, that's what I wonder. But you bring up a good point because there's a lot of Game Pass games where we get the initial game for free, but then DLC is discounted. Yeah, which I don't mind doing yeah. at all. It's a great model. So I think that multiplayer, if they do it right, is going to fund everything for the future. For Halo. For Halo. So, I think. So you think it remains free on Game Pass? I think so. 
I think I think because I mean they're releasing the multiplayer side of things for free if it is done right and we've talked about this in the past if they have a modern version it doesn't have to be battle royale it has to be something like a battle royale yeah uh, that will hook people to continuously play it that has I don't know how to describe it a story per every match you play. Meaning a team deathmatch is not a story. It's just you go kill people. Yeah. And that yeah. is not uh, that is that is a traditional way to play a multiplayer game. But in the last, let's say, f- four or five years, the the power of having a narrative in a 20 minute match has changed how multiplayer has worked, yeah. how, how, it, how it's played. It makes it extraordinarily exciting to play. And what I mean by that is battle royales by their very nature, include a narrative that tells a story. I mean, you play Vigor, David. It's so much easier to uh, release a video playing Vigor that, oh, I'm going for this because of this, and and yeah. I didn't get these weapons. It actually... In, it, it creates a it, natural narrative arc. A natural narrative that makes it interesting to watch and interesting to play. Yeah. That's... They don't necessarily need the traditional Battle Royale, and I'm not saying that they, they have to have that. Halo can do some pretty great things with a way to make a narrative in their in their gameplay in their multiplayer. So well, I, well just look at the single player map with the verticality. Imagine that sure. in a battle royale. Well, and adding the warhogs that could be yeah. your vehicles. It's it's a super cool way. It it, it could be if the, even if they wanted to do a traditional battle royale, it could be hands down easily the best battle royale ever made and Agreed. probably ever will be just because of the very nature of what Halo is and represents and the story and everything, the weapons, everything about it. No one could do better. And I think that is how you hook people to play the game and get get their battle passes. I don't know how they're going to do it, but that could fund everything for years to come. No, I agree. Uh, actually, um, <clears throat> Dr. Disrespect made a comment this week. I don't know if you guys heard it, but it kind of picked up a little bit of traction. Uh, you got to listen to what he says. He did not say that. He, so he doesn't say the game will fail. He says after he said after I believe it was two weeks. He says after two weeks from a spectating standpoint, this game is without a battle royale. This game is going to be non-existent essentially. Sure. But but so I mean, a lot of people picked it up as he's saying Halo is going to fail. He, he never said Halo is going to fail. He's basically saying from a spectating standpoint after two weeks unless there's a battle royale no one's going to be watching. And I I mean I don't I don't know if I agree or disagree with him, but I get his point and it goes to your point about battle royale does bring in a bigger crowd especially when you're thinking like Twitch, YouTube streaming yeah, and stuff not, like that, then a traditional multiplayer. Yeah, not only that, it's it's more than just I mean, the crowd equals sales. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. really does. If you if you if you don't think this game or other games need a battle royale, you know, to, to stay relevant longer than three months, for example, mm-hmm. then you, I think even he said this, you haven't been paying attention to streaming and how video games yeah. work for the last five years. You don't see any other games or any first person shooter games on top with those streaming, you know, so, platforms that don't have a version of 
like a battle royale. Like like mm-hmm. Tarkov is a unique. Jordan says it's a battle royale. I agree with him. It's a unique take on battle royale. Yeah. Battlefield is doing their own version of a battle royale style. Without that, the game will lose momentum, and and the narrative that comes with a game type like that is what will make a game like this last for years yeah. and years and years. Well, and see, Battlefields will be really interesting because we still don't really have a lot of information, and I'm not sure what the hook is going to be in that game mode, you know? so they, they do have, from what I understand, somewhat of a currency, and that currency lets you bring in kind of a loadout. Yeah, but, like, do you keep, like, I assume when you die, you lose that loadout. Like, is that currency going to be enough to keep you hooked? Well, that's, yeah. You know? uh, yeah, and that's that's why Tarkov is such a unique Well, yeah, because you have shooter. a hideout. You have so many things that you want to get. And things know? are so risky to bring in. Mm-hmm. Well, but it doesn't need to come from the multiplayer side necessarily. Either we don't know the gameplay loop for the campaign uh, the campaign could be, like you said, a Destiny or a Diablo-esque or whatever style that is perpetual that keeps people going in, in the vein of an MMO that yeah. also keeps player, people sure, watching. Sure, but in an MMO, you have co-op. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we but, don't have that. You yeah, know? But you until will, two months afterwards. But you will. But you will, you <laughs> yeah. will yeah. Um, and it looks like basically... I mean, and this is something Halo Infinite that we've never seen before. So they they... You know, that the campaign side of things, the new open world side of things could also be a, a, a means to drive interest in your I game. I believe like the, what would you call it? Even if you take Destiny, I believe the turnover on a campaign is not as high as a multiplayer. For example, everybody played through the first Destiny 2 campaign. Yeah, I did. How many people dropped off between that and the first expansion? And then how many people dropped off between that and the first expansion? You know what I mean? So I, what is I, outside of outside? Of, so we're just using streaming as as the example because it's the most well. Because stream it's is the most high obvious. streaming equals high sales. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what is the most campaign or not bat? Let me put it this way: non battle royale game. What is the net? What's what's the top one? They, sea of Thieves. Well, see, see if these isn't a campaign. That's a, that's just a sandbox. Like, are you talking like story? But, but that's what I'm saying. If this has a sandbox feel, I'm talking like this. This camp, the campaign, well, quote unquote, could could fulfill that role. Sure. And the thing is, though, I mean, if you have a campaign that hooks you, it won't hook you past three months. People will get bored of the campaign. Yeah, waiting for the new expansion. Waiting right? for the new expansion. Or, Streamers or whatever, won't stream yeah. it because. But if there's like a a rating type of system built into it or anything like that, sure. I mean, that's what but, keeps MMOs alive. But well, MMOs well, aren't M- stream. They don't get streamed very often. You have power players, and I think I think MMOs get more powerful the more. Uh, drama is introduced to <laughs> companies, <laughs> but MMOs aren't. Very popular in streaming. I mean, look at uh, oh, what's Asmogold? Yeah, actually, if you think about it, if Asmogold's not streaming WoW, it's not at top of the list. It may not be like you know last, but and he, I'll I'll argue that he's he's more of an IRL streamer. He's a (laughs) because he's a just chatting. He's he's and that's why people watch him because he's funny. It's almost like a talk show. Yeah, he's just a talk show, and so they're they're not necessarily. I don't think a lot of people are there to watch the game. They're there to watch him. Uh, so I, th- what in the hot mess? Are you trying? Oh yeah. Welcome to Twitch. <laughs> I'm trying to look at, I just want that. that yeah. I want to see all the games. What's the top one. And it's, it's mixing in recommended with. Yeah. What in the sweet. Yeah. That's uh, there you go. That's uh, that's but, that. But no, I, I think, I mean, you can hook people with a campaign 
but I think the problem, I think, well, like Mark said, after three months, that campaign drops off, right? Correct. Yeah. And then you may wait another year for an expansion. Now, you might get initial hype with that expansion, but I think the drop off between the campaign to the first expansion, you're going to lose players because yeah. I think that's just the nature of a campaign, you, you know, because yeah. I, I, you're going to get your hardcore players who are always going to buy the Halo whatever, yeah. you know, and they're always going to do your campaign. But I think multiplayer is what holds people. And I think the battle royale genre is the most exciting to watch because I, Mark said it earlier. Uh, it, it's, it's a new story every time, you know, it, it's got a little bit of everything. It's, it's a story because you know, you're dropping in with nothing. It's competitive. It's, it's, you know, high end gameplay. If yeah. you're, you're depending on who you're watching, but I, I don't know. I just, I, it was, it, Dr. I, th- I just think it would be a mistake. I've said this yeah. a lot. It would be a mistake if they didn't introduce some sort of modern take on multiplayer. And And not Warzone of, not Warzone, okay, I'm not talking about Call of Duty Warzone, I'm talking about Halo 5 Warzone, not that. Don't don't introduce that. I was really excited for Warzone when they were talking about it, and, and then I... And then I and you played it. Well, yeah, and it's not bad. It just doesn't hold you. Yeah, there's you, you know what I mean. It just it does it doesn't. I'll I'll say Jordan. It doesn't have a carrot on a stick that yeah. a well. So the uh, the appeal that a battle pass comes with the, a with with a battle royale. Yeah, the appeal of Warzone was PVEVP. So player yeah. versus environment versus player. You know, you're you're taking down bosses while having to worry about this other team. The thing is, is is if I want to do that. I'm going to go play Hunt Showdown because I think they do it better and it's more of a battle royale. Yeah. So it has a, a, a see what I mean? See what, see what, see what we're showdown's getting at? Showdown's like, a good example of a battle royale that's not a battle royale. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's core mechanic, I guess, is a battle royale where you go in. It's forcing players together. Together and get out and extract with, yeah. with uh, stuff. And then, of course, if you die, you lose that Hunter's loadout. But it's I I don't know I just I think that type of gameplay I, I get what Doctor Disrespect was saying was saying right and again he, I don't if you listen to what he says he's he's not saying the game will fail he's saying from a spectating standpoint if they don't have Which a battle is the royale, business he's in yeah, yeah. well so, and I mean that's that equals dollar signs for games even and developers even, everything let's not just take Doctor Disrespect when Tim the Tatman was playing uh, with the beta with everybody. I think they talked about it. He says, I can see myself playing this pretty hardcore for about a month or two. And then he says, then I'm going back to Warzone. And then that's when they all started talking about this game needs a battle royale. It mm-hmm. needs something to keep them coming back. Yeah, And know. a lot of people probably like, if, you know, are hearing this and say, no, Halo doesn't need a battle royale. It's not bad to add one. Yeah. And you know? see, that's the thing. They won't. Halo, for those that do not necessarily want to play a battle royale, that's fine. There's always going to be in Halo a team deathmatch. Mm-hmm. It's not so, like yeah. you're removing uh, what Halo is and represents. And I think they, I think it could totally, totally be done. Halo. Mm-hmm. I've said this a million times. It is the perfect game to be a battle royale. Yeah. The core of the game is a. If you understand how Halo is, it could totally be so good. It really could. And, and you, if you, if you. Don't if you disagree, I, I don't understand how the, to be real. The only because like look at the data. Like Yeah. Well the only argument that I think is is there to be had is the more game modes you have, the more you split up your player base, which yes, I, I do agree with that. But with the addition of crossplay, so now you have PC players and Xbox players playing together, I, I think that lessens that a little bit because you have a bigger pool to draw from. Yeah. And the thing is, is 
look at Call of Duty. There's still the Warzone is probably one of the, if not the one of the most popular battle royales. And you're, I'm still finding team deathmatch matches. You know what I mean? It's just, well, think of think of stuff like this. Imagine um, getting some of the Spartan twos in the battle pass for finishing. You know, from yeah. the storyline and everything. How awesome would it be to get uh, George? Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, or George, uh, George Armor, George yeah. Armor yeah. for getting that tier fifty or tier one hundred, and then you can play that in the game. And then Halo is so great because you can pick up the mini guns and then you can see your armor. There's so <laughs> many things that make you want to do a lot of things. I don't know. I just think that there's this game is is perfect for it. So I do too. I don't know. Do we overstate though? Like, I mean, it's clear that streaming is a form of marketing. For for your game and sure. drive sales for the good or for the bad, yeah, yeah. But do we? But sometimes do we over? Do we overstate the the power that it has? Because so for instance, it's a chicken or egg, right? Are people watching some and some are that haven't played this game, or are people watching who who they're pro, they're primary consumers of the game? They're already playing the game and they're watching it being played at a high level or at an entertaining level. I mean, it's free marketing. Well, I I actually think streaming is is underrated in. Well, I'll just I'll give you, you an know? example. The top grossing game of this month is Genshin Impact, and it has ten thousand viewers currently. Yeah. Okay. Well, Genshin Impact <laughs> is literally a game where you spend your. It's friendly pay to win. Also, Lyric <laughs> plays that game. <laughs> uh, oh, actually, a lot of people play that game. A lot of yeah. streamers play that it's, game. It's legitimately friendly pay to win, and you have the entire population of Asia behind you playing that yeah, game. Yeah, but what I'm saying is ten thousand viewers versus three hundred thousand viewers for the top. Stream game. Well, at, see, at the you're moment. you're you're watching that on a Friday night. The streamers that bump that game up, like like Lyric, one of the powerhouses of Twitch, he plays that a lot of a lot of people play that that game. So you're just you're 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 at the bottom. But now, but now of the, of the yeah yeah, know, yeah. But the if, valley. But if the if the argument is that Lyric plays that game, so he drives a lot of streamers. That's not a battle royale. Like that's that's my point. Like I just I I, I think that I I I think that Doctor Disrespect is right. But I worry that that's that's like we're overstating the case a little bit. I don't think so. I think I'm with Jordan. It's understated. Hmm. I think I think influencers for good or evil are well, a big I, crucial piece of success in gaming. Nowadays. I think someone like let's take Asmogold, for example, another big or Summit 1G. Let's take Summit 1G. He's really big, too. Sure. I think Summit 1G and we can do Sea of Thieves as an example. I think Summit 1G streaming your game for eight hours one day. And enjoying it is more effective than, you know, a Super Bowl ad. Than $10 million in marketing. You know what I mean? (laughs) And I think that's where streamers are underrated. Or or streaming a game is is underrated, like in marketing. I think streaming is more effective marketing for a game than your typical ad. One, because how many people actually watch commercials nowadays? Yeah, but but no, no, but ads are done differently now. So, like, I'll give give you an example. So, Vigor, which is a free-to-play game that is solely making money off of how many users are in it mm-hmm. it's not it's not like a top tier triple a game or anything like that it's not competing with those so i have videos that go up or down based on their advertising and what they'll do is they'll advertise frag jack frags jack yeah. frags reviews the game it says in the bottom of his youtube sponsored uh, sponsored yeah, yeah. He, same with westy westy's a friend yeah. of jack frags but again the same thing, yeah. same thing. And when they do that, I there is a massive bump, massive bump in all of my content. And that is evergreen content, an evergreen review that sits there that most people aren't paying attention to. And most people aren't don't care that the review from Jack Frags is paid for, uh-huh. essentially. Yeah, it's it's a it's a marketing ploy. Um, 
And so I think that I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is streaming is important, but I think streaming is just one one avenue. Like if Halo's not but, streamed highly, that doesn't mean that it's not going to be but I hugely think, successful. I think Jack Frags falls under the category of streaming. No, he wasn't streaming the game, but he's a content creator that put that advertisement on. Yeah, that you YouTube. can pay, you, that you, you can pay mean? for. So imagine, David, if Summit One G, because I think he's a fantastic streamer. Sure. Let's use him. Sure. Imagine we'll call this um, like the the SEO that you you don't pay for. They didn't. Maybe they sponsored him at first, but he sure. kept playing the game. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I think he single handedly kept that game alive for years. Sorry, what game? Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. I think Sea of Thieves is as popular as it is today. Because of Summit 1G. 100%. It was not what it was before him, and he changed that game's future yeah. single-handedly. No, I, I agree with I agree with that. but And it wasn't a sponsorship. I agree I agree with that, but it's also not a battle royale. Like That's that's just my point. I, I'm not sure that it needs to be a battle royale in order to get that kind of publicity. I mean, it kind of is. Well, it's a sandbox. Well, but it's forcing people onto the same islands. To and get treasure. Well, the, uh, maybe Battle Royale's high risk, high reward. Yeah. The you know, narrative. Right. Games yeah. with narrative. Yeah, I agree with that. That's what we're talking... That's... Yeah. We're, when well, we I say Battle Royale, that's like the most common version of what we're talking about. Yeah. But it, I... Yeah. It creates story because players are being forced together in one location, well, and then they have to extract, and in that case, they're taking it back to a base to dump the gold where Summit would hide on a ship and steal it. Mm. And and, yeah. and draw inappropriate stuff on people's <laughs> maps. Yeah. So it's this. That's this. That's what I mean. It doesn't have to be a battle royale, but it has to be a modern. Well, I, it's got to be captivating. It has to have a well, narrative. What, what, do, yeah. what do, do you think? Halo will come out with some type of mo- like. What do you think Halo's hook no. is to keep people watching and I playing? I think what will happen. I'll be honest. I think what will happen in Halo, and maybe it does come out with a battle royale, but I think what's more likely to happen is what, how we got Battle Royale in the first place. I think their Forge system will create game modes that, that we can't, yeah, that yeah, we can't know, even yeah. conceive of right now yeah. and will catch fire, go viral, and everybody will be playing it. Halo RP? Uh, I'll give you a, I'll give you a prime example. I'll, I'll <laughs> That's tell you called who, red versus blue. Well, yeah, I'll, yeah, t- I'll yeah, tell yeah. you. Well, yeah. No, I'll tell you who I think is in trouble. I think Splitgate. I think Splitgate is a fantastic idea, but guess, guess what's going to be able to replicate that immediately? Is, is anyone Halo. who wants to do it on Forge? In fact, that's Forge, how Splitgate yeah. was first created. And so, imagine that. I, I think you're just opening it up, and I think that that's. I think that's more like community-driven content. Community-driven content, and and let's say you have a variety of it. So let's say uh, I get bored. I'm a big streamer. I get bored of streaming this, but okay. Let's see. Oh, I've heard of this hot new mode. Let's try it out. Oh my goodness, it's so much fun. Let's let's go through and continue to play this. On top of that, I also think. There is going to be some kind of it's Halo Infinite and and Spicy mentioned Destiny feels. There's also going to be a campaign gameplay loop that I don't think dies and maybe it's not as big as a battle royale being streamed. But picture if let's say Halo multiplayer is number three and Halo campaign is number six or seven or ten. Like that's still power. You've got these two funnels feeding into your game, completely different ways of playing. I'm very curious on the campaign game. But imagine well. if Halo Battle Royale was number one. Well, a Battle Royale will probably be created <laughs> yeah. in, in Forge. I mean, we saw the yeah. tools for Forge. You well, yeah, can yeah, do yeah. whatever you want. It's the same as 
is Skyrim, or even Grand. The only reason Grand Theft Auto uh, is as pro online is as popular as it is is, is because, because people of that mod. were yeah, able no, to go in no, and mod it. Uh, no pixel. Right? Why not? Why not a Halo Infinite uh, RP? That's what I was like. Halo RP. Halo RP. You can be Craig. You can be Craig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anyway, back to the original question. Well, I do want to real quick. I do want to shout out JW. He dropped a super chat uh, a while ago. JW, thank you very yeah. much. For, it's his first time watching live. That's so awesome. Shout out Welcome. to JW. Yes. Thank you. Everybody that's listening, you can come watch us live every Friday on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash X1 bros. Come join us if you haven't yet. It's a good time. Yeah. But so back to the original question, which I actually don't think we ever answered. Do you think... DLC, I think, was our question. Yeah, do you think this will be... Because, like I said, the only we've never gotten story DLC in a Halo game. It's just been a new Halo game. I, I don't think that's necessarily their plan. I think they want to continuously expand Halo Infinite. And maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Maybe maybe three, four, five years from now, we'll have Halo 7 or, or, or no, whatever. I think, you know, this I, is, I think this is what they want to do, yeah. and I think that was part of the reason of them creating their own engine to mm, set them up perhaps. for this, to make things easy to put in and out. Do, they learned from Destiny. Do you think... Uh, do you th do you think we'll get story DLC? I hope so. Yeah, With no, how this world is yeah, set up, I, think, I would love to log yeah, in I one day. We'll and, add on yeah. DLCs. My my question, I don't think that's a question. Full story expansions. The question that I have is how will they handle that? Because if, if they go by how they handle Game Pass, you'll have to pay for that. But I think, I'm with Mark. I think that they'll have, a, even if, let's say multiplayer doesn't drive revenue, I think they see Halo as the driver for Game Pass. Like this is the crown jewel of Game Pass. Everything about it's free just just as long as you're part of Game Pass. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, I, I agree with myself then. <laughs> well, yeah. Amen. Well, so here, see, here's another question. Here's another question, though. Well, multiplayer is free to play anyway, so I guess it doesn't matter. You don't need Game Pass for multiplayer. So So you answered your own question without own, even I, asking. I, I, well, what's, yeah, what's interesting, question. though, is, is having said that, let's say they do come out with a Battle Royale, and, and but I think that there's going to be a multi-prong approach because they have multiple ways of doing no yeah I, well, and, and you know. whether you like it or whether people like call of duty or not i think call of duty actually does a good job with their their stuff i mean i i would still like them to maybe take a year off and really focus on a a game than you know the every year thing but they they have all those modes within one system launcher it's, it's, yeah one launcher i, I yeah. you know one launcher and you have your warzone crowd and then you have your your regular multiplayer stuff yeah yeah, no, absolutely. So I, it's I, I don't know. It's got guys go watch the campaign yeah. trailer if you haven't seen it it's, yet. It's it, awesome. It, it gets looks you excited. really good. Uh, it's getting late, <laughs> and we have a lot we, to talk. We about. talked about forty minutes on Halo. Dude, it's oh, well deserved. Oh. That's how big yeah. the campaign trailer. We're is. excited. Very excited. Yeah. I mean, there was a there was a Battlefield trailer that came out this week. That let's let's kind of skip that. It, it looks really good. Go look that up. It's it looks really good. <laughs> let's skip it. It looks great. Let's yeah. But <laughs> well, what, let's what just, I want to get into is Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let's we can do we can do like a one minute uh, after Guardians of the Galaxy that because Jordan brought up some good points about. Okay. Give, let's give me some Battlefield in overview. Uh, Battlefield. This is multiplayer. Points? This is multiplayer trailer that dropped and. After we all watched it on the pre-show, and afterwards, we, it was dead silent in here because it was jaw-dropping. It's yeah, it's a fantastic trailer. J David said, "Have you ever seen a trailer better than this one ever in the history of your lives?" Yeah, for, for well, no, for first-person shooter multiplayer, I don't, I don't, I can't think of one. Uh, it's it looks really good. A lot of the things Jordan was pointing out that I didn't notice, but he noticed because Jordan is Jordan. Uh, they're showcasing in within this trailer itself all the fixes they've made from the beta. 
Uh, like, for example, having the XP show up in the middle. Uh, I actually like how they're putting it like inside your yeah. reticle as well. The compass, if you notice, is always on screen. Uh, yeah. Whereas in the beta, it was only on screen when you aimed down sight, which was nigh, which was nice. Not nice. I mean, like, which was, <laughs> I like it better now. Yeah. Always yeah. being there. Uh, a thing to note for me is the sound is oh. amazing. Yeah, that's as you the first thing that I noticed. The guns were like, Whoo. as you would expect from Battlefield, the sounds are amazing. It is, they showcase a lot of cool sandboxy battles. I strongly suggest check, checking it out. It's called the uh, Battlefield 2042 Gameplay First Look, First Look at Renewal Breakaway and Discarded Map. So it's a it's a map trailer. Jaw dropping. That's all I have to say. It's a great trailer. Jaw dropping. Let's let's talk about Gardens of the Galaxy. You both played it. Now I've been yeah. watching reviews on it because I'm like, what is this game? What do is I want to get this? Superhero games do not have the greatest track record. Although lately, Spider Man. It's probably the best superhero game, uh, at least critically acclaimed and whatnot. General perception. And this one, a lot of players are liking. You guys had both had a chance to jump into it. Let's start with Jordan. Jordan, Guardians of the Galaxy. Is it worth picking up? Do you like it? Do you not like it? Where are you at on this? Um, I believe Guardians of the Galaxy has knocked out, has taken the place in my t- has taken the place of one other game that was in my top three for game of the year. Oh, yeah. dirty. it's really, it's so really, it's really good. And I think, I think a lot of it has to do for me is it came at a perfect time because I wasn't interested in it and I was like, ah, oh, we'll stream it tonight and see how it goes. Um, and I don't know why I wasn't interested in it because we've seen the trailers and it's like, okay, Guardians is coming. Maybe it was because Avenger, Avengers, the last Marvel game we got, Avengers was, it wasn't a bad game, but it wasn't like anything I wasn't great. You know, I, I kind of got addicted to it. And then it like lost its flair really quick once I beat the game and I didn't want to go through the loop of all that end game stuff. Anyway, um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I would I would basically say it's Uncharted with Guardians skin on it. And so it's it's an adventure game and okay. it's a linear adventure game. And that's the other reason I probably am liking it so much it has this is real, because like, refreshing feel to it. Yeah, it's nice to like play a linear game when I've been playing a lot of open world stuff lately. Yeah. So it's I. I like open world games, but I feel like linear games are less stressful. The, because you're not well, like, you're well, not like games, oh, I don't linear have to games allow you to solely focus on the story. I yes. feel like linear games, so open world games can immerse you in one direction, and a, a large part of that immersion is this world. But I think linear games can can immerse you in a story when done right, like unlike any other style yeah. of game. Yeah. Um, two really quick things that I noticed and and credit to I think it's Eidos Montreal that did it mm. uh, developed this game the writing is fantastic nothing like comedy is really hard to get especially in a video game and it doesn't feel and the Guardians of the Galaxy are, are more of a what, what would you say light heart not light hearted but they're more of a comedic they're funny you know because yeah. they're, they're there's a scrappers. lot of there's, personality yeah. in all the characters and with such you can really do some great the, things with Connor. the writing doesn't like there's points where star lord like he he tries to say star something lord. he tries to say something smooth and he does and it doesn't feel forced yeah like it, it it's good writing and the animations of their face and like when they talk and stuff is really good like there's a scene where you're with this girl uh, in an elevator with her mom and her mom is scolding her and she the, like you could see the expressions on her face like she she rolls her eyes and she you know like it's very it's re- the animations and the writing and even the voice acting we'll throw that in there I think is is top notch 
like some of the best I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, uh, so that's that's good. Spicy, talk to us about gameplay. How is gameplay in in this? This game is fantastic. I uh, if you want to talk about like gameplay, you know, like game mechanic. Yeah. How does how does do you feel like a superhero? Do you feel like a guardian of the galaxy? Yeah. Um. So it's really hard for a game to a like Jordan said do comedy, but also do com do interactions with characters in the middle of fight scenes and combat and this game does it better than i've ever seen how many times for example have you been in a game jordan you could you would appreciate this when they start talking in the middle of a fight scene halo 5 and they're doing story elements over the fighting and you're like you're trying to fight, but you're also trying to figure out what's what's he saying, yeah, what's yeah. going on, and then we have to have a discussion after, like, so what just happened, and figure out what just happened. It's very, very, very difficult to do that over action. And I always thought that you couldn't do it, and they did it. This game is awesome. First of all. I'm I'm gonna sit back with the microphone a little bit. Yeah, this, get your David position. I I love <laughs> I love music. I absolutely love music. Guardians of the Galaxy is one of my favorite MCU movies because the music just fuels my soul. It bangs. How, it how bangs they, hard. How they use it in those movies <laughs> is it, it just touches me in all the right places. It bangs. It bangs. It bangs. <laughs> She bangs. It bangs. It hard. bangs. Yeah, uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic. The music in this game is amazing. How much it, do you think they had to pay for licensing? I have no idea. It's not the same as the movie soundtrack, by the way. But we have a lot of bangers. <laughs> a lot. They are awesome songs. I spent. Uh, we're watching gameplay of me. Um, just no commentary. We put these on our YouTube channel uh, a lot of the time. And you'll see me take like 10 minutes scrolling through the music and just, you can't see me because it's a no commentary video. But I'm just like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man, this is amazing. Which probably is why we got all those copyright flags <laughs> yeah. on that video. Uh, but having the music, I wanted to point that out because one of the coolest features in the game, Jordan and I were talking about this before, is the huddle system. Yeah. And it's one of the greatest things I've ever... It's actually probably one of the best features you can put in a team game. In a team game. Yeah. They have a huddle system, and basically when everything's going on and the dialogue makes you laugh because Rocket's saying snarky comments while we're fighting, uh, Gamora saying her, you know, snob comments, and then you have Dra uh, the Destroyer Drax. Drax? Dax? Drax? Drax. Drax. Yeah. I, I, my brain sucks. Drax the Destroyer. Drax the Destroyer. You have him saying his non-sarcastic rem remarks in the middle of combat, and you're laughing your head off, and then they go down, and then it's like your ultimate... You press you press left bumper and right bumper. Yeah, it's basically when like and things it, go wrong and your the team screen, starts to die. The screen stops and you see his Walkman go up. <laughs> like it does this whole screen. And then the music starts. You got like <laughs> Motley Crue or something popping up. And then they all come up to you and they're like, yeah, okay, what's the plan? And what it does is it goes into first person. You're like the quarterback. It goes into first person on you. And you're looking up at your team, and they're like, what's the plan? Yeah, and then you have the... <laughs> then you have your choices, and you can say different things. It's 
the choices in this game are amazing because I it has the impression like really great games like a Mass Effect, although this is definitely not as serious as a Mass Effect or a Witcher where your choices feel like they carry weight and it changes things. Jordan was even when yeah. Oh, go for it. I was gonna say I don't know how much they matter yet because you can't. I yeah. mean, we'll have to tell on a like a second playthrough or if we make different choices from different people. But it seems as of right now, maybe it's one of those things where there's different choices, but it ends up being the same thing. And if if that's so, that's kind of a bummer. But it seems as we're making these choices, we're affecting little things that are happening. Mm. Choices, and that's what makes a great game. I think is the appearance of choices that matter. And so when you when you throw up your Walkman and you guys and he you say come on over guys let's huddle up and then like Bonnie or Blondie starts playing I need a hero you know and he's like okay here this is what you're gonna do you choose what play you're gonna do you know like do I want to be this way do I want to be this way this will make them do more power damage or stuff like that and it affects how good they play later and if they get bonuses and stuff like that it's a really cool. It's a really cool system. There's a lot of little systems in this game that make me smile. Like, there's, for example, they have like a Star Fox mini game that that pops up in the middle of of all the stuff. Yeah. All this that I'm talking about, by the way, is within the first like 30 minutes to an hour. So hopefully, I'm not. I don't think I'm spoiling anything. I'm just teasing, wetting your palate. But there's like you're in the Milano, and it turns into like Star Fox. While playing rock music. In While the playing rock music. And it is amazing. And the whole time, Rocket's yelling at you like, well, you want me to take over? Or, you know, I mean, we're, you're going to kill us. You know, it's the dynamic of these characters are so funny and so good. I was not expecting this game to be that good. To, to, to be to at this me. level of, of polish and and. I, it's it's a top tier game. I, well, going more into the combat system, the combat alone, uh, we'll see how repetitive it gets later, right? Because I'm still I'm three hours in maybe, uh, and it's already left that good of an impression. But the combat, because you're you pay as of right now, play as Peter Quill, Star Lord, and you control your other teammates. So, for example, Drax can take uh, can uh, uh, basically stamina break enemies. So, if you need to stamina break enemies, you need to tell Drax to do a certain ability. To do that, and then you can do the damage to him. Gamora does like high damage, single target, yeah, damage. high single target damage. So if you want like burst damage, you tell Gamora on the enemy to do a certain attack, and she does high damage. Uh, Rocket is he's kind of like an AOE damage, so he'll throw scatter bombs. Uh, Groot is a support, so he'll stun enemies for you. And using all, so there's one battle that's probably the, an hour in. It's kind of the first boss battle, I guess. And you use all of their abilities and using all of the, it's right after the huddle. The, hu- the using, first time you're introduced to yeah, the huddle. And using all of their abilities in one single battle is really quite impressive and really fun. That's And cool. we'll see how, you know, as the game goes on, you know, we'll see how repetitive the combat gets or what they do to keep it fresh. But controlling your team is really good yeah, because cool. everybody has like when I use Rocket and his abilities, I'm using it for a reason. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, everything has a reason behind it. Like and Groot makes bridges. There's a whole bunch of stuff in the in like the non-combat phase of this game. It gives me what was that superhero game? Top down like a Diablo. What was that game? Years Ultimate ago. Alliance. Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. I kind of get some of 
Ultimate Alliance vibes because of the combos that these characters work with each other, stuff like that. Anyways, David, um, this is a game to buy. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it's not on Game Pass. It sucks, but, but this I would, is one worth buying. I would that's, buy this. That's 100%. big. That's a big recommendation. There you go, everybody. Do you like his swa- swagger walk? By the way, yeah. have you ever like? Well, I, his, I actually tried looking for that. If you, we're watching gameplay right now, I actually tried looking for Star Lord's jacket from this game because it's actually a really cool jacket. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Once I figured out like how cool his walk is, I didn't run anywhere anymore because he's got this <laughs> swagger walk that's just like because he's like I'm a badass. You know that's just how that's just how this Star Lord's that is awesome. Is. I yeah, I've heard I've heard good game. things. It's good to. I had no idea it was going to be this good. Yeah, David. it's good to hear that you guys have such high recommendations. But I'm probably super it. biased. because really Let's know. take one good question games. before we get out of here. Let's go with Michael Whitman. Michael Whitman wrote in this week in our mail sack, and he said, hey, Happy Friday, bros. He said, If you could only pick one person from in or out the industry, who would you pick to have a sit-down, 30-minute, one-on-one conversation with, and why? He says, I've been listening to the show for a few years now, and I'm laughing at every episode. Keep okay. up the good work. Thank you very much, Michael Whitman. Jordan, let's start with you. One person in or out of the industry to have a 30-minute one-on-one conversation with. Uh, right now, I, I would probably do Phil Spencer because I would ask him, like, hey, what was Halo really like before you delayed it? Because from what we understand, <laughs> he's the one that stepped in and was like, all right, I'm going to delay this, right? And, and there's just a bunch of other stuff like, hey, who thought of, was Game Pass your idea? Or who, you know, oh, yeah. well, like, What's basically, the- from where Xbox was to where it is now, I would like to know a lot of the in-betweens of, of behind the scenes, like, hey, what, like, why did you guys think Game Pass was the way to go? Mm. You know, stuff Very like good. that. Spice, anyone come to your mind that you'd have a sit down with? Or, oh, oh so I'd also ask him who he's buying next. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. That's a good one. I don't, I don't know. I kind of want to just go on a motorcycle ride with Todd Howard. <laughs> okay, I can see that. If <laughs> just he, go like down Starting Canyon, you know, <laughs> just like yeah. uh, that could be part of your 30 minute conversation. Just smelling those smells, you I, know, the grass in the air. Just, you know, enjoying being a rock star with Todd Howard. That's what I want to know. I want to know, like, the founders of Blizzard. <laughs> like Mike Morheim. And I think there's one other dude. Yeah, and I want to know, like, what... Are you glad you got out? No, no, like... <laughs> no, no. I want to know, like, how... Two, two couple questions. How to sustain just quality at a high level for so long, and then at what point... Did that start to fall off, and how do you prevent that in an organization? Yeah, no, that, yeah, yeah. Or the, like that—that that is the because or, or same thing. I would also ask someone from Rockstar, like uh, some the, you know the same question: Who's been over all the Grand Theft Auto games or the the? Well, I think know. their answer is simple: You get fired. <laughs> <laughs> you fire people. No, but yeah. that's what I want to know. Like, how do you create this this culture of just consistent greatness? greatness for so for such a long time for decades and then what creeps in that that destroys that yeah rockstar would be a good one to ask cuz even if you take a rockstar game that what let's take LA Noir not the most popular rockstar game but even though it's not the most popular rockstar game it's still a solid game it's yeah. you know what i mean it's still a good game at its core yeah it's another one of those rockstar games that push technology forward mm-hmm. Yeah, that that actually feels like what that game is about. Like, let's experiment with this technology. It feels yeah, like an experiment yeah. game. But yeah, that's that. That's, that would be my question, Michael Whitman. Those are that's an excellent question. Thank you very much for for writing in, everybody. That does us for this week. Halo Galaxy, Ga- Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy, 
Same. And hey, if even if you've never seen the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, you don't need to see that to understand what's going on in the game. It's a yeah, it's totally a standalone. The characters are even. It's actually probably a great way to introduce you to Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Then. Well, it's almost like I was I was telling I was telling Mark. It's almost like they. And I think I was telling you too, David. It's only like it's almost like they took the character personas from the movie. Yeah. But are doing their own story that maybe leans more yeah. towards the comic book. Super you know. Cool. Yeah. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in this week. If you haven't yet, head over to iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Rate, review, and subscribe to us. It really helps the show. Come follow us on YouTube. We actually dropped our first first impressions video. It's in-depth first impressions this week. It'll be a regular series. Jordan the Man goes through the first few hours of a game and gives his first impressions. Come check it out. You'll like it. Have a great week. We'll see you guys later. I'm looking-